listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning, this is... Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Do that small thing. Morning, Frank. Morning. We've had some whatever happened to's. Oh, yeah. I mean, is it a bit Straight soon in. to be kicking off? No, already? no, no. There's no outside world news. Uh, there's yeah. no chronology of comedy. Okay. Um, Actually, there is. I use it as the dirty stuff later on. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this show, obviously, but I mean. Carry on. No, I do that early on this. So we've had a missive from Al B. Oh, yeah, that'll be Mel's uh, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who says, whatever happened to, it's a whatever happened to, we're starting off with this morning, whatever happened to chip pans? Um, oh. Yes. Now, I... Health? I thought I had a chip pan, but I think you're right. I think mm. I had to. I think they Not gone. because of I was worried about my heart. I was worried more about my ceiling. I think people used to make oh, such yes. a fuss yeah. about them catching fire. Yes. Yeah. I had to keep a damp tea towel <laughs> on my side all, at all times. Hang on, was it a damp? Was it was meant to be damp. I think it was a damp tea towel you're supposed to put on. Yes. It was meant to be dry. I remember that seventies. No, it's supposed advice. to take the air out, isn't it? That's the idea. Mm. It stops oh, the air okay. getting to the fire. But I don't know why a chip pan should catch fire any quicker than a frying pan. <clears throat> I don't know, but I got, love that we're having a chip pan it's chat got this morning. A higher amount of deep hot fats, shouldn't it? Like because you you heat it up for longer and there's more of it and it spits and all that. Oh, it's bits. Maybe. Maybe it sounds. It sounds a bit homespun. It was very homespun. <laughs> it was very homespun sounding. But We've got you know. one of those modern chip pan chip pans that's like a gadget. They never catch like, fire, do they? Though no, they're uh, self-contained. You have a slight note of regret in your voice. Like, <laughs> no, not like the good old days. Yeah. They only take a drop or two of oil. Do you know the ones Is I mean? Is that right? The ones that rotate, they go round. Do, you know, do people still do that thing where they did chips in the chip pan? And there was a period where the chip pan hadn't quite <laughs> become unhealthy enough to be stopped, <laughs> but people were getting anxious about it. It was yeah. the beginning of people thinking about their health. Oh. Um, and um, I think I know, I know what this is. And they used to take the chips out and put them in kitchen roll <laughs> yeah. and just give them a bit of a just yeah. to take some of the fat off them. Do you know my mother used to do that with bacon as well? Really? Oh, yes. And it's not unknown for me to do it occasionally. Yes. I've picked up a little tip. I've done that with bacon. Yeah. I think that's but it's a very 70s sense. thing, you're right. I remember our dog eating the kitchen roll. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like live like a supermodel, our dog. Yeah, a bit of roughage. It's all yeah. right. Bit of roughage no, no for a pun dog. Intended, yeah. <laughs> we had another bit wh- of waffage. <laughs> oh, lovely. We had another whatever happened to Al. Oh, we're cranking. I mean, from Rupert Jones. <laughs> have you seen Rupert this Jones? one? I have seen this one. I like it a lot. I'll hand over to you, my colleague. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like <laughs> I don't that. Know if I've ever done that before. No, I liked it. Square ball. It's a bit local news. Across the six yeah, yard. It ball. was. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in a minute will go. Come on, get it up there. <laughs> People don't like the square ball. Uh, Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, I was too late for the Friday night troll. That's because this uh, email came in at almost ten to six this morning. Um, mm. I was thinking this week that there's still a lot of talk around climate change, but whatever happened to acid rain? 
Yeah. Very big in the late 80s, it early 90s. So big then. Very big. Oh, I always think of the gargoyles. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's it, been corroded. It, yeah, I yeah. think it, um, it, it sort of lessened the features of a lot of gargoyles. Now, I have a theory oh, about this. That would have come in handy. I wish you told me. <laughs> I, I have a theory about this, but it may, be, uh, it may sound on the hoof. Is that what you said a moment ago? I, I think I said homespun. A bit homespun, a bit layman. I think there was something that we humans were doing um, back then that we are now not doing and so acid rain is no longer a problem. I think there was an effective public information strategy. Is it now. thinking? I think it might have been <laughs> CFCs. Do you think oh, CFCs? The CFCs? As I said, again, I'm thinking fridge. Yeah. So far I've thought gargoyle, I've thought fridge. The pictures I, I in my mind. Yeah. But you hang out with Al Gore, you should know the answer to stuff like this. Yeah, I, but of course we were talking about stuff that was up to... That being well well back in Al oh, Gore's back catalogue, right, Acid right. Rain. Mm. Yeah. Acid Jazz, what happened to that? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I bet they went to a similar time, didn't they? A lot of acid back then. There was a lot of acid back then. Yeah, yeah. Right. true. Yeah. Of course there is acid now, but it's... Mm. <laughs> Um, now you see, now I've gone down the road. I feel slightly <laughs> trapped in. Um, it turns out the acid then was better. Yeah. Because at least Definitely. it was just an hallucinogenic drug. It's more it benign, yeah. It was, it was, um, yeah. Anyway, this person continues. <laughs> oh, good, thank God. I <laughs> thought you'd be pleased. <laughs> Unless they're going well somewhere even worse. Need, oh, you found happy. a way out. What, they're going on to moped crime? <laughs> <laughs> they say... <laughs> they say on a side note, whatever happened to Knight's moves? Do you remember you people yeah, used to boss. get in touch with Emily and uh, oh, she ask got her older? Yeah, oh, no. that's not what happened. No, no I'm going to let that comment sit there. Not, see how you feel about it in ten minutes. Maybe she did some to public rebutting of some, and then they just I'll the, put it in a chip pan. I'm okay with it, but are you? And uh, I, um, that's the question, darling. Mm, Rupert, don't, then, don't, don't use psychological <laughs> warfare. <laughs> Rupert then continues with what I think is um, perhaps a folly Go on. move. Um, Alan is very welcome to stay if he finds himself in West London. He can even nick some of the baby's shampoo for his beard, like oh. what he did at Steve Hall's house. <laughs> now, that is a good callback to... It's a, it's a very good Something that I think I mentioned on this show perhaps four years ago. I don't think I remember that. But um, I think if you're going to make that kind of offer, you've got to be absolutely upfront as to whether or not you'd expect any sort of payment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because if there's any doubt, you're not going to get that call. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, we've heard from the outside world, re-acid yeah. rain. Um, 339 has messaged saying it's SO2, sulphur dioxide, that caused acid rain. That came mostly from high sulphur coal and oil, almost all of which has been eliminated or cleaned most power Did you is say from coal on oil. No, coal and oil. Oh, Sorry, that's oh, my not coal on oil. <laughs> I don't know if I've had my coal on no, oil. No, that's clean. something very different. That's my bad accent and bad reading. Sorry, coal and oil, uh, almost all of which has been eliminated or cleaned. Most power is from nat gas now, which has no SO two. That's from Jim in Fulham. Oh, that's good. Thanks, Jim. So that's gone. Um, my mm. coal on oil is still around. I'm actually yeah. self-basting. <laughs> And, uh, and slightly more Some information, uh, 406. Sulphur compounds are removed during burning oh, at the power station, wow. so sulfuric acid isn't formed in the atmosphere. CFCs have been banned and this affected the ozone layer but didn't produce acid rain. I feel like that's me being told off. Two different effects. GCSE physics students will hopefully know this. Cheers, physics teacher here. 
Oh, physics teacher, fair enough. Oh, yeah. Glasses, love... almost certainly. And also, <laughs> I love a physics teacher having a dance at the Christmas party. I wonder if we that still they happens. Always, so they're probably does that brilliant. Always happen? No, do you think they're thing? good? There was a thing that they would dance, and they it's like they were kicking a football a bit when they danced. Actually, I um, I uh, did the one show the other week, and they had a feature about a dad dancing championship. Uh, mm. <laughs> I love the one show. <laughs> <laughs> Only there would you get. Did I, tell, I did the one show, and I got um, some texts from people. You know, you do a show and people say, oh, you are amazing Oh yeah. tonight. Yeah. They were all just about my haircut. Oh, were they? Really? That was it. There was no mention as to whether I was funny or not. Just, oh, oh, I like that haircut. Or yeah. oh, a bit extreme. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll tell you about the haircut. I was walking uh, down the high street when I heard footsteps <laughs> behind. Now, I bumped into a guy I know who's a senior figure at the BBC. And I said to him... Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a haircut. I just went out looking for a haircut. I didn't know a, a local barber's because normally I get it cut free on television uh-huh. shows. And I've, to be honest, I've got a bit of a hiatus. Right. Mm. So I thought I need to get a haircut. So I mean, I'll be buying my own clothes at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to this guy, where do, you, where do you go for a haircut? Then it, as I was speaking to him, I realised he was... <laughs> oh, well, no, he bald, didn't have much. Pretty bald. But I thought, it's got a bit there, he must get it done. He looks very neat, man. And he said, well, I'll get my, I'd get it done a bit and my beard trimmed and stuff, he said. And, and he told me this place. He said, but I'll be honest, the last time I went in there, they were very rude to me. <gasps> so I don't so know. So you I'll, went straight there? I won't be going there. I thought, well, they do sound like my kind yeah. of people. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so I went the there. the fits. And, uh, well, no, I had to take that off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was, they were uh, nice. And then... Um, he said to me, as they often say when you get to a certain age, you want me to do your ears. Right. And uh, I always want them to do my ears. So what do they do when they do the ears? Well, normally what they do is they get a pair of pointy scissors and they go oh, in, they or, they the m- or they might, yeah, or they might go in with a, with a, a tiny clipper. Yeah, a bit like <laughs> keyhole surgery or something. <laughs> However, on this occasion, he said, okay, he got a, a small bottle. I right. assumed it was colon oil. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, I would have if I'd heard of it at that stage in my life. It was a little bottle of oil, and then he dipped in what looked like a little, um, like a little ball of um, material on the end of a wand, of a magic wand. Yeah. All right, like a cotton bud type thing. Yeah, it looked sturdier than that. Right. Yeah. And then, um, anyway, then he he lit it. Yeah. And. Um, he basically wafted the flame into my yeah. Yeah. Really? ears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could I could feel the wax bubbling on the outer. Are you current. sure this was a barber's? It wasn't uh, one of your friends in the S and M community. Um, hold on. No, no. <laughs> otherwise, he wouldn't have only done my ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And uh, it was. I could smell. I could hear the <gasps> of my of the of the ear hairs um, burning. Wow. And smell. I could smell it burning. Yeah. It was, uh, but it did quite a good job, I must yes. say. Did it? Can you yeah. hear better? Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I thought it was. Uh, I love thought it was. Us. I love yeah. us. <laughs> can't, you can't beat the <laughs> Can't beat. And, and sometimes it's always I for a second. Just for a half a second, I think maybe I won't do it this time. <laughs> I'd do it, then I'd do it. <laughs> I always do it. And then he said, uh, I'll wash your hair. Now, I don't like having that done. No. 
No, I so don't I, I wash see. my hair at home. Yeah. I like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like to wash it to get all the bits of hair out and stuff. Yeah. I don't wash yeah. it and then... But I thought, well, you know, I don't know this man. Let's, let's break him in gently. <laughs> and I'll tell you what was a tremendous relief to me. He got me to lean forward in, into the sink. Lean forward oh. into the sink oh, rather than to he? lean... You know, normally... I think, I, I don't know if I told you before, I was having my hair washed. This is why I stopped doing it. And it was one of those, they bring in, like looks like a small urinal that oh, yeah. you lean back into. A bit um, right. Marcel Duchamp. It's getting a lot and, of nods from the ladies yeah. in the studio. This, and I leaned back into chat. it, and the woman was washing my hair. A young, inoffensive sort of a girl. It suddenly occurred to Love me... Love to be described that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I, but it, why, I, why I'm saying that is because <laughs> it suddenly occurred to me... What would happen if she karate chopped me on the Adam's apple? <laughs> right. Yeah. And once you've had that thought, you cannot relax into that yeah. situation. Yeah. So to go forward was much better. Uh-huh. I mean, I was still smoking at the ear. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had what you might call a scorched ear policy. Oh, very good. Lovely. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Let me tell you a little story. I went to see some... Um, oh, Max Bygraves. I went to... I watched a bit of Mac, Max Bygraves in an old black and white movie last night on London Live. Yeah. Lovely. Terrible. <laughs> um, oh, Is that a review of uh, That's the movie? Late review. It's about 1954. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be fair, I didn't give it my full attention. It might have been brilliant. Okay. So... Um, Little story. I went to see. Um, do you know James Rhodes, the uh, classical the pianist. pianist? Yeah, yeah. I know of his work. I went to see him. Uh, your pal, isn't he? One of your uh, yeah, pals. No, yeah. So you know, you discussed I, on in here as much were, as I have pals. You discussed on here that you were trying socialising with him. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was. I, I went through that thing of thinking I might try the friends thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't really work out. Oh. Done. Anyway. Okay. Um, so, um, but he's, he's a very nice chap and um, very, very talented indeed. And he was, mm-hmm. I went to watch him uh, play the piano at the Soho Theatre. Mm-hmm. And, um, and anyway, he did a, an incredible thing. There's a bloke called uh, Felix Blumenfeld who was a pianist. Oh, yeah. And Felix Blumenfeld was a bit of a player. I don't mean pianos. Oh. Right. He, he put himself about a bit. A legend. Do you like the ladies? He was a bit of a legend. And uh, I'll be I'll be straight with you. He got one of the old uh, STDs. Oh, did he? I've said it. <laughs> yes, you have. Um, Enjoy Weetabix, everyone. No, <laughs> but I think there's any young people listening, bear right. in mind. They need to be A educated. Parable. And anyway, what happened to him was um, in those days the treatments were they were hit and miss. And um, extraordinary conversation. He lost all the use of the right hand side of his body. Right. Which, um, you know. <laughs> well, he had nothing to fall back on. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, Goodness me. He, um, but he carried on. He, what he did, he wrote a, a piece. <laughs> he wrote a piece um, with his left hand, I'm guessing. He wrote a piece um, for one hand. A oh. piano piece. Lovely. Mm-hmm. And so James Rhodes... Um, he he puts he, he leans his right hand on the piano as if he's leaning on a bar talking to somebody, and then he played this incredible piece of music just with his left hand. And he said, um, 
you know, the idea is if you close your eyes, it, you you shouldn't be able to tell it's only one hand. And it was yeah. amazing. I mean, it was gobsmacking. And at the end of it, um, everybody went crazy. But I, I clapped just with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> just so there was no noise. It was just... And um, I must admit, I had... I, uh, I, I nudged, I was with Kath and, and, and a friend of ours, and I nudged um, Ruth, who I was with, to show her that I was clapping with one hand so she, you know, so it wouldn't be lost. Yeah. Something, of course, which Felix couldn't have done. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's nudging, nudging with the other arm days were behind him. <laughs> and then I leaned across to Kath and I showed her the, the yeah. clapping. The one. I looked around to see if anyone else had picked up on the clapping hand, and they hadn't. Oh. Furious, <laughs> tough crowds, and I thought, you know, it's such a good joke, this. <laughs> and uh, so I went, I went back after to see James, and I said, you know that piece you did with the uh, with the uh, one hand. I said, when I clapped at the end, I did, and I showed him what I'd done, just to get absolute maximum ah. at the joke. He said, oh, did you? He said, I bet you looked all around the room to see if anyone else had noticed. And I thought, oh, man. See, that's oh. what happens when you get close to people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was, I, was, I was so pleased with it. And I, I, it, what frustrated me more than anything, I think, is, um, is that I, I hadn't been, you know, I hadn't got my full. Hmm. So that's why I'm telling it on here. Yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> that's good. I don't, like, don't like things to be wasted. No. Not things of that quality. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, we've, we've had an email just now um, saying, Morning, Frallon. I was surprised uh, Frank was so keen to alert everyone to his unusual clap. It was that kind of thing that got Felix What's-His-Face in trouble <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> 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 Very good. Fine work from uh, Ian yeah. Stewart Dutz. That was Felix, Felix Blumenfeld yeah. applauding in that. <laughs> uh, yes, that's very fine. But mm. you know, when you do, if you if you do a joke, you want to. Yeah, you know. I, I was on um, Good Morning Britain, which I like to do. I tell you what, I like um, being interviewed on Breakfast Telly by Piers Morgan is quite. Um, exhilarating. Is it? You don't know what's going to happen next. And usually they're quite, you know, those interviews, but um, he's very likely to ask you about, um, I don't know, some genocide in the 1970s. <laughs> right. But anyway, he started telling me that he'd been at a cricket match. Now, who was he with? It might have been Sir Don Bradman, but he said he had a list. He'd, he'd, they'd been talking about the greatest cricketing all-rounders of all time, and he said, I've kept that. He said he'd scribbled them down, and I kept it as a souvenir, and he said it's got, you know, he said it's been a bit of a mess. It's got cigar stains on it and stuff. And I said, I thought you were going to say cigar-filled sobers. Lovely. Now, two things. First of all, cigar-filled sobers would almost certainly be on the list of Great right. all yeah. and and Even also, I know that. So you know the chances of those two worlds colliding. Yeah. Was, and I thought I don't know how many people watching this are going to be really getting that how how clever yeah. that was. Mm. And it's when you know if there'd been more time, I would have stopped and pointed it out as I am now. 
Yeah. And, uh, uh, how soon lot... after cracking the joke did you think I'm going to do it again on the radio to make sure is this gets it's only just, uh, excuse gets me, can a wider reach? Can I ask a reach? question? Is this a hypothetical stony ground? Oh, in a way. Well, yeah, I suppose it is. Chuckle. The frustrating thing is, you might have heard of Cigarfield Sobers, but it's knowing that he would have been on that list that oh, makes yeah, it yeah. that makes it gold. Speaking of which, gold on the jo- gold. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe I'll get the Hannah little thing up and press. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> your own jokes being reviewed jokes. by you. No, no. Speaking Can of, if he just did that when he was walking down the street, I actually, um, I actually reworked an Alan Cochran uh, story. What this did week? You? Now let me explain. Having what that, the... yeah, it was. Were it you was, having that? It, I, I think I, I think I dodged the having that accusation. I was walking to school with my child. I feel stiff with stress. I must yeah. tell you. Well, that thank sounds God. like a lovely oh, blues song. That ended better than I was. <laughs> I can't believe. Um, <laughs> you... oh, anyway, I was walking to school and. Um, we um, we got to talking about foxes. We've had a fox in our garden. And oh stuff yeah, like that. and um, and then I got to tell a story about when a fox. I, I I parked my car and I went back two weeks. I left my phone and when I got downstairs, there was a fox sleeping on the bonnet. Oh, because you know, I mean, my fantasy. Yeah, you know, I love a fox. Like Purple free suit. Because right. it's still warm. Yeah, no, it wasn't fox. Wasn't bingo. bingo. It wasn't oh, bingo. okay. Um, mm. So. Um, I told him this, he thought it was very funny, and he said, what about if it had got poo on the car, which is the sort of thing a five-year-old would be their first thought. Yeah. And then I said, well, you know, sometimes dogs roll in fox poo. Mm. And he thought that was hilarious. And I said, do you know Alan, who who does the radio show? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he said, "Uh, yes. And I said, well... His dog rolled in fox poo. And mm-hmm. you know how he got it off? And then I started to have doubts that I'd misremembered <laughs> this story. <laughs> but you'll notice that I credited, even in that context good of walking to my child, I still credited my, my source. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Respect. Very good. Yes, because I'm coming to the fact that... Um, I, think I, said, I think I said currently on tour, actually, when I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tickets still available. Yeah, I Did said, said that. that. I, I said, so. I think he's doing March the 2nd Soho Theatre, I said. Uh, yeah. Leicester Square oh, Theatre. So Leicester Square, <laughs> sorry, Leicester Square Theatre. Oh, oh, my God, I'm sorry, everyone. It's, it's fine. Anyway, more, so more, I said, more stories like that on March the 2nd. So I said, Alan um, got the, the fox poo off his dog with tomato ketchup, which yeah. he thought... Did he love that? Oh, man, did he laugh? <laughs> I mean, oh, really? he really, really laughed. <laughs> and people were staring at us, probably thinking, that's, I guess that's what it's like if Frank Skinner's your dad. You know? <laughs> A life of laughter. Did you press your gold button then? Oh my gold! gold was, um, it was blaring out. But yeah, he, he thought it was so um, amazing, and um, so I then had lost confidence that I'd misremembered it, and it might right. have been Bre- might have been Daddy's sauce. Or no, something. no, um, it is tomato sauce. Apparently, it stops the smell, but I'm not sure it really works. Oh, don't tell. Well, I didn't tell him that. <laughs> no. You don't want to break. He doesn't need to Don't know break that. their dreams too early. No, exactly. Yeah. But your was... version of the laughter sounds way more fun than the actual act of cleaning. <laughs> well, I'm, fox off, poo off, off, off of a, the case. Off, off a hound. The case. With so much of my material. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was uh, it was a fa- you really really laughed. It was so well done, Alan. Oh, thanks. You can see Alan at <laughs> March the second. March the second at Leicester Square Theatre. We're all going on. Plugaloo, yeah. Should we actually? Um, oh, should we say we're all going? 
Why? Why well, should... I can imagine, say, Capital Radio get, hiring a hit squad. <laughs> yeah, they love wow, they okay. love, they give anything to wipe us out. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we shouldn't travel together. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. 63 has texted us, Frank. Um, I think uh, in reply to your uh, hairdresser's story. Okay. Morning, Frank, Alan, Emily. I went to a barber in Wimbledon. Having only minimal hair, needing clippered uh, to a zero, it was obvious the barber was looking for anything to do to warrant the price <laughs> of a gent's haircut. After neck shaving with a cutthroat razor... I had a bit of that. ...and eyebrow trimming, I was offered ears, sir... He then used a lighter to, as Frank said, waft at my left ear, <laughs> which he then immediately pinched to extinguish, extinguish the flames. A slight smell of burning, but quite impressive. Unfortunately, with the right ear, he must have miscalculated the waft. This resulted in all the hairs inside my ear catching fire. <laughs> a strange wow. feeling like a forest fire inside my head. Remarkably loud. Realising the error, the barber rapidly slapped my ear to extinguish it several times, <laughs> whilst repeatedly shouting, sorry, sir. What he needed was a wet tea towel. Indeed. <laughs> he still charged the full price, but I didn't tip. It hurt for about a week. I have since invested in my own clippers from Ian. Mm. <laughs> Strong work, Ian. Mm. This is a, I had no idea this phenomenon existed <laughs> until, until it was done to me. I mean, when he first lit the thing, I, I just couldn't imagine what he was going to do. Marvellous. Very good. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I, um, I was... Uh, oh, hold on, the fez has arrived. How was it? I mean, I'd just be gone. I think it was Karen Carpenter who said... Had you only just? Not sure her song was about being thwarted in an anecdote on a radio link. No, no, I want. What do you think she was a big anecdote? Well, she didn't I have a habit it. of suddenly exclaiming gold either. That was more Tony Hadley's <laughs> game. I tell you, she was. Um, you know, does does a young woman ever look better than when she's on the drums? Oh, she looked when she was a drummer. You know, she started out oh, as a yeah. drummer. She looked so cute. Mm. Oh man! In the way male drummers, they just look like they, look they perspire a lot. But something about yeah. Anyway, already I think. Can I say this? I haven't had my um, sheet of A five <laughs> with things that a middle aged white man can now say on morning radio. <laughs> so I'm absolutely, you know, I'm just flying blind. Yeah. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, we've uh, we've had a text that um, I'm not reading just because of who it's been sent to. Okay, but <laughs> I think it, I think the content is key. But here's the text, Alan. The only motoring correspondent I have any time for. Just, I mean, that's just... A, and that's the end yeah. of the text. That's it, yeah. No, no. <laughs> why, oh, why, oh, why, brackets a la points of view. Do you remember points of view used to start with why, oh, why, oh, why? took. Um, aren't, why aren't the screen wash and oil caps as easily accessible as the petrol cap? Well, the oil, cap on, th- oil oh. cap on my colon. 
It's true. You need a, a special I device I for that. Lift, I haven't lifted the bonnet. What are they called? Oh, oh, I tried to lift my car oh, bonnet this dear. week. It took about 15 minutes. What are they called, it's Frank, those things ridiculous. you put in the oil? The dibbers, I call uh, yeah, them. Yeah, dipstick. Oh, dipstick. That's a 70s insult. Dipstick, Emily. <laughs> I was yeah. only asking. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very um, fools and horses, isn't it? You dipstick rodders. It puzzles me that all the attempts at unique design by car manufacturers has never put them on the outside as yet. Makes no sense that they are hidden away. Maybe Elon will finally figure this out, or do oh, his Elon. cars have no need for oil? And maybe they Can use I that fancy self-cleaning Elon glass. this, Elon that. Can I tell you something about Elon Musk? <laughs> Can we just say, isn't it great that Elon Musk, who I think is basically a nerd, has now become known yeah. without even his no, surname? It's always the nerd. Do you, know this, you know this March. phenomenon when you've never... N- n- you hear n- something n- n- for the first time, <laughs> yeah. and then you hear it ten times in the next three days. Right. This time last week, I had no, I'd never heard of Elon Musk. Did you not? Oh, and this week, I've read everything I look at is yeah. Elon, is Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. I love Elon a bit Musk. of Musky. Musk. He's a bit of an international playboy, old Musky. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. After his divorce. Uh, we'll talk about that off air. So, oh, okay. um, Nick Moore. I hope he gets in a scandal. It'd be called Elon Gate. <laughs> yeah. You don't think they'll go with Musk for the pun? <laughs> Surely there's some work that can be done with Musk's. I'll, I'll leave that in the hands of you two pros. Yeah, yeah, well. You know what I love? I love it when I can see Frank's little cogs <laughs> go. Cogs are whirring. I see the yeah, little yeah. eyes go. Yeah. And the numbskulls start working. <laughs> and the joke oh, department, the which is always on high alert, let's be honest, in your brain, they start working overtime. You're, you're right. so, I'm, I'm trying to shrug it off. OK, you shrug it off. Nick Moore has been in touch to say... I hope that's not his slogan. <laughs> mm, me too. <laughs> yeah. Nominative Thanks. determinism. Thanks for the tips. Does Security he, guards in stores will be saying this morning. Yeah. Does he, is he a friend of Barry Took? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Barry Took's getting some... Uh, it's mentioned twice, Barry yeah, Took. Yeah. Lovely Come for him. On. Nick Moore has tweeted us with a whatever happened to warning Frank, Emily and Al whatever happened to red and white striped workman's huts over manholes you know what oh, the I think so I've done this yes, as, I think as a have. whatever happened to yeah. before usually accompanied with brazier and donkey jacket hanging on a spade handle that's, that's what I usually wear when I go out the weekend yes. yeah. Bra- you have done brazier the huts. and donkey jacket <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I have done the hots. Sure Jeff Brazier. I think we did jabber about the hots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've gone through the pond ceiling. I don't know what's happened to me. Um, oh, now, see, what's happened is I was well, thinking we were carrying on and now I've seen the face. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I, it's a rhythm thing. You know what I mean? I feel we've... Mm. Oh. Well, what do we do now? I'll tell you a story. OK, Max. Paul Sylvester is the boss of... of our, he's our boss, right? Mm. And uh, I got um, I got a hamper for my um, oh yeah uh, for my uh, birthday, which I thanked him for. And he sent me a text. He says, "You're the only person um, in my life who I buy lemon curd for." <laughs> <laughs> I was moved by it. Yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, I think we need to talk about Quincy Jones. Everyone's talking about Quincy Jones. Well, I Everyone. think it's fair to say... Me and Quincy Jones, <laughs> we got a thing. Oh, well, a you people, and him. A lot of people singing that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think, well, he's been saying this about a lot of people. Yeah. I think outspoken is a word I'd use with confidence about Unfiltered? Q. Yes, I think we Q, should. Q, as I believe he's called. I think we should discuss Quincy Jones while we still can. <laughs> yes. Um, while he's still at large. So he's. He's, uh, he's definitely unfiltered. He's done a series of interviews because he's. You, what did you say? He's known as Q. Q. His, his, his um, daughter calls him LLQJ. That's great. Uh, LL for loose lips oh. because he has no filter. Right. I think you'd get on with her. Yes, I think so. She sounds great. Uh, so he's he's done this series of interviews to mark, I think it's his 85th birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know if he's going to have many friends left in the world after these interviews. <laughs> Some of the things he's been saying. I think it's fair to say they've been headline-grabbing <laughs> interviews. He's, he's 84. Man. Yeah. And, and I don't know, I suppose in the current climate, 84-year-olds have lost that. They can say anything they like and we just smile warmly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he still t- seems to have retained a bit of that. Mm. I am... Um, but he's, he's, he's on thin ice. Um, well, Paul McCartney, Beatles' worst musicians in the world. Mm. We know about that. Paul oh. McCartney, the worst bass player I ever heard. And Ringo, don't even talk about it. Uh, well, this is one of my bugbears. Don't bases. even talk about it, I said. <laughs> don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you we're said. on radio. Um, I think he might have... Uh, I mean, I like quite a few of his controversial statements, but the Ringo being a bad drummer, I feel like is a bit... Little Mo is yeah. Gary Oldman's brother, <laughs> sister, Gary Oldman's also, brother. Also, I don't know about you, but I sort of feel with musicians that they get to a point where they're good. You know, mm. they're good musicians and uh-huh. it's brilliant and exciting. And then when they start to get absolutely brilliant, um, it can spoil it a bit. Right. You know what I mean? They start... If you get a really brilliant drummer, they feel like they're going to do the drum solos. And, and well, I read an article that um, stated that one of the reasons that Ringo Starr isn't considered um, a, um, an amazing drummer by other drummers is that he, he refused to do solos on, on loads of Beatles songs because he thought solos get in the way and that only other drummers like them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, not massive. That was it. Yeah, what's that one? Uh, uh, yes, down, I know exactly. Na, 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 na. Never mind the buscocks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've walked into the female panelists' role. So like many ways. I tell you what I, d- <laughs> what I loved about that story in particular is that he said he was working with Ringo on one of Ringo's solo albums, I think. Right. And um, Ringo couldn't... There was one <laughs> bit he just couldn't get. Uh-huh. And um, they, he said... Um, George Martin said to Ringo, why don't you go out and have some shepherd's pie? <laughs> Frank, a lager and lime. <clears throat> a lager right. and lime yeah, and yeah. some shepherd's pie, yeah. It's just so pretty. That's what we all said. Can I it? have a, a lager and lime? And um, have you got any shepherd's pie? Anyway, so... A good impression. So we went away. Did he say peace and love afterwards? And he said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said to the shep- shepherd's pie, I'm warming you. <laughs> <laughs> peace and love. With peas and chips. <coughs> anyway, um, <coughs> I'm choking here. I keep thinking You're any like, second now the producer will pass me the water. Well, this is like when a father... In the end, you have to beg. This is like a father in a sitcom <laughs> when the daughter suddenly says, anyway, so I'm pregnant. You're yeah. what? Yeah, so um, they called in a man called Ronnie Verrill All to right. do yes. the drumming. That was the story. Now, Ronnie Verrill... Was when I used to have a chat show on the telly, the house band was called the Skinnerettes 
Yes. And they were all, um, how can I put it, people, older men. Yeah. I mean, older. And Ronnie Verrill was our drummer. Oh, really? And I um, had no idea. Yeah. He also did all the drumming for Animal on the... Oh, Muppet. excellent. Oh. And he was... Bri- I mean, he used to do... as when They used to entertain the crowd a bit before the show, do a couple of numbers, and he would do a drum solo. And he was like, you know, he's in his mid to late 70s, and he would rock the play. I mean, he brilliant. was brilliant. Mm. I went to his funeral, and uh, all there's all these old sort of beatniks, jazz guys <laughs> turned up. And when they played a bit of music that he played on with the Sid Lawrence Orchestra. And as you looked around, you could see all these old guys twitching, and you could tell what they played. So oh, one was wow. a little, just a little bit of bass line going with his fingers. It was oh, really pretty. That. I wonder so, what that cellist was up to. I think like, you could safely say that Ringo would not be as good as Ronnie Verrill, because Ronnie Verrill was, he was, uh, he was a god, a drumming god. Um, we're talking about uh, Q Quincy Jones. That's who we were talking about. He uh, he tells us who killed JFK, and then says we shouldn't <clears throat> talk about this publicly, though. Yeah, again, um, LLQJ. <laughs> Do we believe all of his? I believe well, everything he says. I am. Um, I I googled the full interview. Was it on Vulture or something yes. like that? Some they've never know. had it so good. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> can't believe they're lost. I imagine I'm one of the many <laughs> hits that their website has had that will not reappear. Um, but I mean, a lot. Quite early in the uh, in the interview, he gives a hint about his life where he goes, uh, "You almost can't believe it." There is words like, right. "You almost can't believe it." Um, and it is a bit strange. Like, he's in the middle of talking to the interviewer about Big Pharma and medication, and then he just says, what's your star sign? <laughs> and the guy says, Pisces. And he goes, me too. It's a great sign. <laughs> I love so, great sign. I'm not sure. And actually, Al, I too read this interview, and later on, when the journalist quite reasonably presses him on something because he's, you know, he's made him think that they're, they're being, you know, being very open. It's an open forum. And he says, come on, man, be a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> be a bit Pisces about it. What is that? No, what I is don't being know what Pisces? That I don't know that. And what, is it a great sign? Many years ago. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Many years ago, I got a, a mini cab in London. I'm on about 20 odd years before the mini cab business went through the ceiling. And there was this... Uh, <laughs> And then back down again. Yeah, and, to and the, this uh... guy, before Uber and Addisley yeah. and all those, and this guy was uh, driving me, and uh, I said, how long you been in um, London? He said, oh, just a couple of weeks. <laughs> and I said, oh, God, you've picked up the route pretty quick, are you? He said, oh, well, I'm uh, Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> never, I never understood why that would be or anything, but it's a nice thing to hear from me, yeah. Uh, I have a, a soft spot for Quincy Jones because on my 40th birthday, I, I thought I should celebrate it in some way. So at midnight, as I became 40, I got into my car, something I've never done before or since. I went for a drive. Oh, yes. I never go for a drive. I'm always driving somewhere, but yeah. I've heard of people going uh-huh. for a drive. Mm. So I got in and I put um, the theme from Ironside on right. a loop. Great theme. 
Yeah, which is Quincy Jones Orchestra. Mm. Is it? Oh, is it? <clears throat> and uh, I just played that over and over, I, I guess, for, I don't know, 45 minutes or so, and then went home. Right. Oh, I have no idea. You'd think birthday, I would have picked but... something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think I'd have picked something more, something that got the word 40 in the title. Or, yeah, or driving. Or Forever Young by Bob Dylan. Or birthday. Or, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. But no, it was. Um, I wish I could play. It starts with a siren. Mm. Can, am I allowed to. Uh, have we got? I'm just. I'm going to Apple Music. No. Just talk amongst yourselves. For okay. a With all this technology, that's how we're doing radio. He also reveals that he dated um, Ivanka Trump. Trump. Has he got mixed up about that? Has I he got don't you, know. The most beautiful legs I've ever seen. Yeah. No. Wrong father, though. That's the bit I love. <laughs> Wrong father. father. Like she's got some control <laughs> over that. And that the relationship may have worked out if it weren't for her father. She's I just love that. She's picked on wisely. I is, love that. Is it yeah. all right? Yeah. Is it all right? I haven't had my piece of A5. Look, paper if Quincy yet. Jones says it, the answer to say, your question is probably no. Can Quincy you say the it. most. Um, what does he say most beautiful? He says the most beautiful legs I've ever seen. Is that all right? I mean, I'm not saying it isn't all right, but is it all right? Well, what, what's wrong about it? Like it, oh, I don't know. It just feels like it's in the grey areas. Oh, do you mean like... Check the A5. Do you think he might have seen more beautiful legs? No, he's just I just, can you actually... Can I you was actually judging her by it? her legs, you mean? Yes. I mean, I, I, as soon as I read it, I've got to be straight with you, I googled a picture of... Her legs. To see if... Oh. Yeah, I just did. Clear, clear history. Yeah, I know. <laughs> private browser. And, yeah, um, yeah. I'm not... I, I'm I, your private browser. I, <laughs> one of my favourite songs. Can I tell you something happened this? I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I... Um, oh. Anyway. Did you have a clear history incident? I, t- I tell you, I had, a, I had a thing. I saw an advert... Um, oh, there we go. Um, they included a model. Right. Know, of as many adverts do. Right. Which for one? the first time for a, no, not a, not a supermodel type person, not a more, more Dora Bryan with a bath. No, a very attractive. Uh, well, it's funny you should say <laughs> that. But, um, stick around. So I saw this, uh, and for the first time for a very long time, I thought, "Wow, she looks." Well, you're just sticking your own adjective, but mm. you know, great. She looks great. She's uh-huh. got like a swimsuit on and stuff, you know. Most beautiful legs I've ever seen. <laughs> well, <laughs> father though. Better than better than. Um, Ivanka Trump. Ivanka Trump's, I yeah. thought. I thought she just looked hot, basically. Right. It was an advert for a walking bath. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Not only was it an advert for a walking bath, it was an advert for a walking bath in um, the Roman Catholic journal, The Tablet. Perfect for you. What's happened to me now? Honestly, I've done it because I was so I was so amazed by it. Do you think they knew that it was someone foxy? <laughs> I, ripped, I thought I'm going to. Sh- I've got to show this to the guys that this is, this is my catchment area now. That's I thought we talked about it's an actual paper printer. I thought yeah. you got. I thought we'd discuss this before. Do you think she looks great? I thought you got what? the tablet on your Sorry. tablet. <laughs> I mean, when that you know, looks absolutely lovely. She does, lovely. Yeah. And this is it when you get older, guys. Wrong yeah. father, though. Yeah, <laughs> one door shuts and another door opens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So In... the one that opens is on a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's but that's all right. It's not that's that's okay. Well, the good news is, fine. open the door and enjoy a full-length soak. I'm going to try. Yeah, that's the best chat-up <laughs> line I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
Do you want to hear um, Ironside? Yeah, I'll sure. Just the oh, first yeah. Bit. oh, you found it. Well You've got to imagine me, midnight, I've just turned 40, driving through yeah. London in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is good. <laughs> There you go. I a, saw... I love Apple Music. Frank played me a lovely yeah. thing this week, which was... What was that, Frank? It was Doctor Who music. Oh, yes. But it was... What, it was, it was the music it, that was played during the action. It was actually oh. a bit of incidental music from the caves of Androzoni. It was lovely. Oh, and yeah. he did some really exciting... He was so happy, his little face. Yeah. I'll show you the... Is that on Apple Music? The uh, <laughs> incidental music from the caves of Androzoni? Well, um, there is um, there's film score. Doc, there's, there's Doctor Who like compilations. Is of, there? Uh, yeah. Are there? Yeah. <laughs> Were there? It's it's, an, it's a fabulous sort of walk through the history of music because you know it's obviously a lot of electric, early electric music was in Oh the right, yeah. Ah, yeah. um, oh, that's right. So uh, there was something that Quincy. It reminds, sorry, it just, I, I just trying to think what that reminded <clears throat> me of. There used to be a, a busker in mm. in Birmingham who I think was um, troubled. And he used to play... He used to have his... <laughs> he used to hold... Great, a, great uh, euphemism. He used to hold a, like, a, um, like a paper bucket thing to mm-hmm. collect change in. And he'd have a mouth organ in his mouth and he'd just go... Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, just breathe in and out. We're basically giving him money for breathing. Brilliant. And if you saw him, you'd realise he deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what happened to him. If you're listening, he won't be. Something I like that Quincy said, he said, when you make music to chase money, God walks out of the room. I'm, oh. all, I'm all about God walking he's, out of the room. He's all for he's a... Me too. me too, hashtag atheist. <laughs> <laughs> he's all for a good quote. Um, there's one where he yeah. said... Um, he said... Um, Success never comes before work except in a dictionary. Oh, right. Come on! I mean, people say that sort of stuff, but I bet it does sometimes, don't you think? Yeah, it probably does. He also, he said (laughs) Mark... Oh, you changed. Yeah. What did that take? In the age of, you know... Four seconds. The the, uh, reality telly and stuff, I'm sure it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it must. He also said Marvin Gaye was gay, which I think he's just guessing. <laughs> yeah, he's just nominative determinism. Yeah, that is just mad. such a literal ab- application. It's the old nominative yeah. determinism brigade gone yeah. mad. I mean, I, you know, he's been watching Roland Rat and thought, I've, I've seen how this works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Did he had Marlon Brando had a good brand. It's not quite what he said about Marlon well, what Brando. What he said, and obviously I well, can't repeat we, we the can't. language we, he used, but he we, did... In, he did uh, Say that he would consider having relations with a mailbox. With anything, yes, yeah. or yeah. a female box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like that, didn't he? It wasn't. He wasn't bothered. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, oh dear. <laughs> if only my A5 had come. I think there'd, I think there'd be an accent section on it. He also. I'm mean, going to just say what he said now, but some of it. I just said, want to call this old podcast. He also, <laughs> yeah. because there's no end to this. Go on. They tried um, somebody. I think Frank Sinatra or someone tried to set him up with Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah. 
And he said, I, I couldn't, um, I didn't want to, he said, I didn't like it. A, a chest looked like pears. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. I mean, that's strange, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that, personally, that wouldn't put me off unless they were avocados. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So um, we should round off um, Quincy Jones. Uh, let's not it let, let it not slip by without him. Um, the fact that he's talking about that he stayed at um, Bono's castle, <laughs> as he put it. <laughs> and Bono's son is uh, named after him. What he, he says he says that. But then he right. says, "What do you think of them named. at the moment?" What about if his Bono's son is in fact named after Jack Klugman? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Played Quincy. That would be good. In fact, we had Jack Klugman reference on the show. We did, yeah. We would have thought we've had two Quincy. A couple of Quincy bases. weeks. Two Quincy and two Barry Took. One, what I might do is have Not quite a lot of... Is it, is it Quince jelly? Is that Next what week, have? I'm just That's what the Victorians jam, yeah, had, yeah. yeah. I'm oh, eat, I'm just, that's all I'm going to eat this week. So when I come in, I'll smell a bit Quincy. Oh, yeah, just, and we just, can just say together. it. I might start that, the Victorian diet. I'm going to say I'm on the Victorian diet. I think I might have some Quince jelly in one of my hampers. Delicious. Yeah, probably, there's so many. Uh, and but he wasn't very nice about Bono, was no. he? No, he no. He was for that when you're staying in someone's castle. <laughs> I mean, you never hear me bad mouth Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> he said he's my brother, man. He named his son after me. What do you think of his music? Nah, <laughs> nah. Too much pressure, man. I tell you what, I got. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I acknowledge that you two are an enormous band and one of the biggest bands of the 20 and 20 and all that. Yeah. yeah. But they are in, um, they're one of my DGIs. Oh. Which is my, yeah. don't get it. Yeah. Right. I know, I'm with you a bit. And on I'm that. Not, if anyone loves them, I'm not saying they're not amazing. I'm saying this is me. It's not me. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> right. It's not you two. It's me. Very good. Well, that's a good name for those kind of bands as well. It's not you, it's me. It only really applies to them in this instance. Yeah. But you know what, Frank? Well, my number plate is U2 DGI. <laughs> right. Because they don't get it. You 2 don't get it. It's probably easier to get than you 2 do get it. Do Actually, you, it's are the same you suggesting... No, say, that's a problem. <laughs> I, I would suggest oh. that perhaps God has walked out of the room... What? ...a little bit not when it comes Frank. to U2. Well, you know, I like their early stuff. I, I like their early stuff. Yeah. No, but I've got walked out the room. I don't think for a second that they're rubbish or anything like no. that. I just don't, no. I don't know why that they are a bigger band than Ocean Coliseum, for right. example. I mean, wow. I, I agree Blimey. with that. I like them. I'm not saying that, that's not a champion of Ocean Coliseum. It's, it's using oh, no, them as a template for an average sort of a band who, you know, are I good. Think, I yeah. think they're good. Yeah. But, um, what time does the edge put his hat on? That's what we want to know. <laughs> but, That's what all chats the, lead to. Do you have the text in? Why have you two done so well? <laughs> well, I don't use their gardener anymore, so I don't Oh, mind. of course, I yeah. forgot you used oh, my concrete oh, patch, do you remember? So connected. Yeah. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Can I tell you one last um, Quincy Jones yeah. thing. <laughs> you can't it's Frank a little bit like Quincy Jones. Well, I, well. I tell you why I'm sort of very up on him is before all this story broke, a friend of mine, uh, Matthew, sent me a massive GQ interview with him. Oh. He texted it, man, and says, you've got to read this. And that had things like um, the Nazis, um, that was all caused by cocaine. <laughs> Hitler was on cocaine and that's what started it all. Right. But in that, the guy said, you seem to have been, you know, now every 
everybody, uh, every famous person of the last, you know, 70 years, you've known them well and blah, blah, blah. And Quincy Jones said, yes, they call me the ghetto gomp because he's like Forrest Gump. <laughs> I thought, do they actually call him the ghetto gomp? <laughs> Could that possibly be true? I sincerely hope so. But, um, yes, I would... Um, would I recommend his... In- I don't know if I would. There was a bit where he says he has technology on his house... Oh, yes. ...to keep away um, the overweight and the old of the female mm. population. Oh, yeah. Does he? No, I've got a little... Uh, got you a little actively door. welcome them in. Yeah. I'm going to convert that bath door into a cat flap. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You choose. Um, can I take this opportunity to say on the radio <laughs> thanks to everyone that's uh, sent me a birthday card or gift? How many did you get? Including our paymasters oh, at Absolute. So How a nice gift. many did you get? I got 36 last week. Oh my God, that's embarrassing. I think it was 35. Al, can I be honest? That sounded a bit like Countdown contestant saying, yeah, I did it the same way. <laughs> yeah, I haven't worked it out. Do you know what I mean? 35 or 37, one or the other, you <gasps> decide. If it was... No, there's no way I've, that it was see, even... I've got one for you in my bag, which I'm holding back just, <laughs> in, case, <laughs> just in case through a level. I, uh, I don't even think I got to double <laughs> figures, to be absolutely honest with you. I, t- I mean... Uh, I went text... Yeah, I, I got a lot of electronic missives. Um, what, what are you calling a lot? A lot. Well, about <laughs> 400. Oh, that's oh. good. Look, yeah, come yeah. on, what did you get? I'd say, I'd say you got 19. What, cards? No, or? texts I think you probably got. Yeah, something yeah. like that, if that's you want. Good. I didn't really yeah. count them. That's I did get... Um, I got an actual card that had some wisdom on it that my wife said, oh, we, we got you this because there's wisdom on it. And there's a picture, like a sort of nice hand-drawn picture of someone like chopping at a tree trunk Hmm. and it says um, and this is the wisdom apparently yeah it says if you chop your own wood it'll heat you twice or you chop your own firewood it'll heat you twice that's what they reckon daisy's nodding i'll be honest she's a big firewood fan i think it's absolute nonsense because we've we've got a gas fire Chop your own firewood, it'll heat you. Oh, because you keep warm when you you're chopping hot. it. The exercise oh, heats you I once see. and then you burn it. But it, it assumes that you've got a, a log burner <laughs> or that you're going to set fire. I mean, I live, in, Who was I, it? I live in rainy northern England, so if I chop my own wood, I'll get hot that time. Mm. But then I'll just end up with a house full of smoke. Mm. Or, That's true. Or I'll rip out my gas fire to put in a... I mean, I wouldn't do that anyway because of the fumes. I mean, it's a lovely card. Just, it's more it suited nice... to those living in Canadian log cabins. It's a exactly. lovely card. I wouldn't send it to the Lorax. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't like the wisdom in there because I think it's not quite as wise. Who I don't want to slag off. Who was the... it that said if you, um, if you give Daddy a man... Don't. A fish... Uh, a yeah. fire. If you light a fire for a man, you'll warm him for one night. But if you set fire to him, you'll warm him for the rest of his life. <laughs> that is awful wisdom. Yeah, really graphic imagery. Who it was who said that? 
Um, it wasn't me. Yeah, I'm not claiming it. Yeah. It was Mr. <clears throat> a Baddy. Some twisted fire starter. Mr. A Baddy. Yeah. <laughs> a Baddy. Sure about that? Are you not allowed to do that? Oh, I don't know. I think you've made him sound Asian. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Okay. No. He hasn't. Okay. I'm, I'm so anxious nowadays. Honestly, PC gone mad here on Absolute, isn't it? <laughs> um, a bit. Ah, uh, yeah. P- oh, speaking you, of you've PC, say, you've PC gone to mad. You're the a bit. PC brigade. You're the PC brigade around. <laughs> speaking of PC gone mad. Um, evening, PC gone mad. Yes, <laughs> evening, sir. Everything's fine. Just having my evening stroll. Good to see Ossie Sand. Take care of yourself. Sainsbury's yeah. gone mad there. Just passing. <laughs> <laughs> Sainsbury's have got themselves in uh, a little bit of trouble. Um, Lovely. Haven't week. heard it for a while. <laughs> Always a fan. They had some Valentine's Day cards that are almost exactly the same. Um, yeah. The, the one for a husband costs fifty pence more than the one for a, a wife. Um, I say they're almost oh, yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. They're not actually. The, no. The. The more expensive one has uh, fewer dogs on it. It's got one The dog more expensive on it. one has one, one dog, dog. And the cheaper one, two pounds, just saying, two, two pounds. pounds V250, um, has a little sort of rhinestone collar, plastic diamante okay. on the dog. So right. you'll get it's poor VFM, as I believe they call it. Very good. Well, Thank there you. are many questions about this. See, I, I had a look at the. Uh, at the Twitter response. <clears throat> oh, did you? And it was a lot of very right-on, politically correct people saying that this is um, unfair on women. Yeah. And I thought, well, if you were that right-on and politically correct, you yeah. might consider the fact that women are not the only people who have husbands. Thank what, you what very a, much, you bigots. You That's what I thought. But two gentlemen... In a in a marriage, yeah. their cards for each other. If they are buying each other the exact same card, yeah. which would be unlikely, oh, I, would, no. I would assume. But that would be five pounds. Whereas, um, you know, two. Yeah. So I'll be honest. I'm 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 picturing the gay men in Waitrose rather than Sainsbury's. Mm. You've got it in one frame. Still a bit classier. I think so. I like Sainsbury's. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but. I'm not picturing them in any, buying a Valentine's card in any sort of supermarket. <clears throat> if I'm 100 honest with you, no, probably not. You don't think? I no, don't think, I think it's they'd a great be in, in, uh, probably in <laughs> Daunt books. All right, yeah. getting one. That's what. also. I tell you what struck me, and what nagged at me about this, and you, you'll feel for this, Al. Will I? And that is that the one with the two dogs, as you say, yes. that was two quid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the one with one dog was two pound fifty. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and people, the suggestion was it should have, they should have been the same. Yeah. Mm. And this reminded me of the annoyance I used to get when I was on the the bill of a comedy club with a double act, and they oh. got more money than I did for doing the same time because there was two of them. But not oh, individually, yeah. they didn't, did they? Not individually, but if that if that if they want to be a double, that was their choice. Uh, indeed, I'm indeed. Not had this argument with a few promoters. <laughs> so they get like two and a half. I thought it was one and a half. They well, get, one like, and a half. But why do they get one and a half? They're doing the same amount of time. Yeah. I think I think they should get the same. I agree. As exactly. the one person, if you make oh, the decision, man, it's, it's not going to divvy up well for a a, a weekend after. Well, you know, don't be once, a double act. Once they've taken their fuel yeah. and double the sandwiches, they're buying more of everything, aren't they, when they're working away? And what about when there's a, when there's a free food? Oh, they get, they're, they're having, they're having twice that. as much and they're, mm. um, they're getting the same. 
It's not fair. <laughs> and how often, let's let's be bold, how often are they as funny as, as I've been? <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I say a quick thank you to Andrew Forcer, who sent me a, a very fine picture, which he did, he said, with acrylic paint. Um, it's a print of it, I think. And it's Marky e. Smith, anyway, of the four. And it's, um, thank you. That's all I'm saying. I like it. It's all rolled up and stuff, not folded. It's good. That's <coughs> true. Yeah. A couple of points of order here. Mm-hmm. The quote, build a man a fire, is from the late great genius Sir Terry Pratchett. That's yes, from Sean Moore. Yes, yes, it is, of course. And then we've had a missive in about obscure music themes, and this is from 196, Sal. She says, I just love the score from... Sal could be a man, I suppose. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just love the score from the film The Odd Couple with Jack Lemon. That is... Um let so much I'm going to have it played at my Isn't funeral. Da, 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 da. Yes. It's probably Quincy good. Jones, isn't it? Do you think? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's well, nothing it, that matters. claim done. it was. But that's what he used to call Marilyn Monroe's breasts. <laughs> the <odd> couple. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, I don't like to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> I don't mind it. They can't. Yeah. No, it's, it's the yeah. best time to speak ill of people. You're right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer their business. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah, quite right. <laughs> um, anyway, what we, so we're talking about the cards, the vowels oh, yes, cards. Yes, yes. Did I ever tell you about the time I had a debate with an unironic, completely straightforward debate with two other men mm. about? the price of a dozen red roses for Valentine's Day and whether or not how low could you go before the person you were buying them for got so suspicious that they counted so could you get away with nine red roses to oh. save yeah. a few bob yeah. and they'd just take it they'd just see a dozen you know what I mean the way you expect right. stuff. and then zhuzh it out with some gypsophilia <clears throat> did you understand any of that? Yes, I okay, did. Go I got a judge. <laughs> I told you, didn't I, when I was having my hair done by this sort of very um, been to Ibiza thing. And this woman says, all it needs is a bit of a zhuzh. Yeah. And I says, zhuzh ye not, for yeah. as ye zhuzh, so shall ye be zhuzhed. <laughs> and I got nothing. Nothing back at all. So, so m- meanwhile, over in Sainsbury's, in the Valentine card section... Mm. Uh, nice place to hang out. Um, <laughs> I thought, I mean, yeah, I thought it was a little, a little bit of a fuss over nothing. Did you? Honest. Well, I mean, I do agree with Frank in that I, I didn't necessarily think it was discriminating against women. No, no anyone with a husband. I, mean, I don't a have husband, a husband exactly. myself at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't time. know I liked Anglo-Saxon history until last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Quincy Jones. This time next year, I could be, you know, buying one <clears throat> for my husband. Yeah, from Sainsbury's. Yeah. Would I be moaning about 50 pence? No. Yeah. No. I'd never have got a husband in the first place if I was <laughs> scratching around for 50 pence. <laughs> <laughs> but you, who knows? You're you inferring know. that all husbands are... M- Gold diggers. No. <laughs> so I'm not inferring that, but I'm sure? inferring um, that it's easier to to find a husband or indeed a wife if you've got a few bob in your pocket. You're right. You're right. It's I think the problem with this, though, talking of a few bob in your pocket, I think the problem with this £2.250 story, which 
presumably they're happy with because it's publicity for the brand. Oh, well, but, actually, Sainsbury's, oh. a Sainsbury's spokesperson said, we appreciate this error being brought to our attention, which I think I, translates as, we hate this error being brought to our attention. You know what you? I like there? I felt like you were the person on the end of the one show so far <laughs> with some factoids. Yes. And I like that. <laughs> You were the expert of the greeting card industry. What yeah. about when I was on, on the... I know I keep mentioning the one show, but there was a very nice lady... One show There's a lady um, who talks about plastic on there on a regular basis. Oh. Is that, she's a friend of mine. Is it Lucy Siegel? Yes. Yes, I know her. Um, I, I went to school with her brother, George Livingston. <laughs> Excellent work. <laughs> and um, she came on and... Um, can I say I very confidently said yes to that? I'm not sure, but let's, I'm hoping... <laughs> She won't be listening. And uh, she came on to talk about the dangers of plastic and how we're using too much yeah. plastic. And, you know, what they do on those sort of shows is they come and uh, top your water up just before the chat during the VT. And, of course, yeah. they carry around with a plastic bottle. <laughs> top it up. I mean, the hypocrisy of these people! Mm. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's one for the casting agents to uh, maybe have a listen back to. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Ed from Coolsden has said, uh, Frank the Cockerel and the Divine Miss E. Lovely. Uh, Quincy Jones also did the soundtrack to The Italian Job, so he wrote Self-Preservation Society he as well. He didn't write that, did he? Now I can't believe That's a bit Danny that. Dyer for him. He then adds, keep it Pisces, Ed from <laughs> Coolsden, which, <laughs> even if we have doubts about the truth of uh, his email, I think keep it Pisces will stay with us. No, no, I, I like it. Like like that. What's your star sign now? I'm not genuinely asking that. Aquarius. Okay, good to know. Ah, also mine. Yeah, that's such an Aquarius thing to say. Peas in a pod. Okay. I think it's the dawning of the age. Is mm. it Aquarius? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what else? Well, I'm just sitting out. I'm just seeing because there was something I wanted to read out. Talk amongst yourselves, please. Okay. okay. Oh dear, we can't have a bit like this. <laughs> Frank. Oh, I'll tell you what I wanted to. What about? What? Um, did you read about it, uh, Drake? Oh, oh yes. yeah. Drake. Did not Charlie. I know you're thinking Charlie at home. Not Charlie Drake. I'm talking about Drake. The, no, your audience. Uh, the musical performer, Drake. Yeah. Yes. Didn't Drake once um, at the Brits do a, a very short conga with Rihanna? Is that... He did very well remembered, Frank. And he yeah. sung Hotline Bling, which I know you're a fan of. Oh, yeah. I don't know Hotline, Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling, that's what I sing. It is a bit like that. Hotline right. Bling's um, my thing. Is he a country artist? No. I have no idea. No, Al. Yeah. It's more, I not, know what no. the Hotline Bling. <laughs> is that, it's more like that. Is that... Where does it go? Oh, don't make me do go it again. On. You're horrible making me keep <laughs> So I was just thinking about something else. It's a bit like that. I don't yeah. know his work, but I do remember you being fascinated by his mini conga. I think. <laughs> yes. I think that's. I'm, but I'm not the first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You heard it. It seems to be based around the concept, the song of You Used to Call Me on My Cell Phone. And then this person has given up doing that. Oh, right, what have they started yeah. to do? It happens. What's that? What, what, are, what are they calling him on now? Knapsack? Have they changed <laughs> comms? Um, social... Um... He also has a whiskey. What? Drake? 
Yeah, he's got a whiskey. He launched it a couple of years ago. Oh, right. You mean a brand? I yeah. thought you meant he had one before bed. <laughs> just... I mean, it's not a it's not a big news. Is he has a whiskey? Yeah, well, a lot of people do. I thought whiskey. it was a bit of gossip, what but not as called? good as Quincy Jones's. I don't know. I have to get a boffin on that, but. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's a bit reluctant. Right. Um, I know he does. Um, he's, he's, just before he does last number on stage, he says, a four-year go. <laughs> does he? Yeah. I've got one other Drake fact, factoid for you, which I think you'll enjoy. Oh, yeah. His father was a drummer with Jerry Lee Lewis. I thought he was going to say his father was a dog. <laughs> no. Surely his father was a... His mother was a dog. Yeah, Mallard. Drum, drummer with Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. There you go. Thought you'd enjoy that. That but he's good. got some tales to tell. Yeah. Open up a honey, it's your lover, boy, me, that's a knock-in. Yes. So he did a bit of a lovely thing. Well, he's gone absolutely. He's been giving <laughs> money away. I think he's gone cray-cray, as oh. they say. Like, there's no tomorrow. It's a song. I've, now, I've got a soft... I don't know his music, but I've always been a tremendous admirer of beard density. Oh, yes. Right. Because I had a beard... Right. Um, in my, I suppose, 20s. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it was a... I shouldn't have. I had a beard. That's a variation on the Martin Luther King, but yep. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I had a beard. <laughs> what if he'd done that? <laughs> I thought he's still got a bit of a... He's got a moustache. I don't know why he's making such a big thing about it. Yeah. Um, I, he'd probably have had... I don't know. Would he have had good density? I'm not sure. But but um, Drake's, it's really... It's like, you know those right. Iron Finelands men you get in the game with the... Right. You see, my yours is not bad, but it's, it's not. De- it has it's not as dense as you know. Virginia Black. That's um, Drake's whiskey. Oh, I thought you were. That was a <laughs> type of beard. Okay. So no, I, I too. Virginia get, Black. Yeah, that's his whiskey. Okay. I too get beard envy, Frank. I think it's a thing. It's a good. See, my beard was very wispy when I had a beard. All those Me too. Ga- those mm-hmm. gaps. Well, you know, stick around. <laughs> Um, it, it was one of those wispy, half-beard type things. But he... Oh, it's great. Mm. I think the last beard envy I got was uh, Olaf Melberg, the footballer. Oh, oh yeah. yes. What about my boy, Henry? Come on. There's Henry. Never... Which Henry? You have to Henry VIII. Oh, yeah. That's a great Yeah, but beard. that wasn't... It wasn't. It didn't have the density. I don't like the ones that are shaved to precision like that. Where do you stand on Blessed? Oh. Great uh, density. Yeah, I don't know if that is that density. Bit explorer. Bit explorer. It, it it can't be that dense. It doesn't have much of a muffling effect. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I um I googled Drake on my uh, on my phone to have a look at the beard density because oh, yeah. obviously if there's some beard envy to go around I want to get some yeah and uh, pretty good don't you think mm. yeah good beard density is um his description when googled is um, Canadian rapper but it takes seven pictures <laughs> of him before you get a baseball cap backwards what is going yeah. on with the world wow. with the rappers now yeah. That one. Like they what, used to be. Why does he wear a sou'ester? Yeah, what's going on? Sou'ester <laughs> wouldn't be a bad name for a rapper. That well, would be good. Yeah. Or uh, if it was a female rapper, perhaps Sue Esther. Sue Esther. Sue Esther. I think that would be hyphenated. Yeah. You're right. 
Yeah. Not and very glamorous stage it. costume, though. The yellow sou'wester. <laughs> no, well, I think not very sexy lady. Useful for Glastonbury, though, when they <laughs> he do would headline be, slot. I mean, in, in the league table of cool, he'd be pretty high, wouldn't he, Drake? Drake, oh, yeah. fair to say. Especially and this yet, week. I saw, well, you said especially this week, <laughs> but I've seen like three different <laughs> pictures of him holding a big check. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is something I associate with a picture in an official programme at a football match. Yes. yes. Of like local business so right. building yeah. society who've raised like 20 grand. For, it's very like We should explain what he's been up to, really. People may yes, not realise. Yes, yes. he's, um, he's been giving away. Money. He's been throwing around the bling. Oh, has he ever? He paid. Uh, he spent fifty grand at a supermarket in Miami. He bought everyone's groceries. Yeah. yeah. Quite how this happened, I don't know. Yeah. No. Did he stand in each queue and wait? And did he put the little divider thing there? To how did he help them pack? Well, Very apparently, difficult he, to do. He, he employed Dale Winton as a technical <laughs> consultant. <laughs> of course. Um, they used to do those things. Do you remember those things they used to have at supermarkets? Maybe they still do. Where if if you won a thing, you could go around the supermarket and put as much stuff. It was, it was like it was like the supermarket That's sweet, thing. Yeah. yeah, as much as you can, but you got like about two minutes or something right. like that. So um, how stressful! Anyway, he'd say no. Oh, yeah. And then he paid for someone's education for a year or something, did he? He yeah, uh, twenty five. Grand to a senior school right. as well. I'm totting this up now. Seventy-five. Yeah, so fifty k at the supermarket. Shelter for homeless women. Twenty-five k. Yeah. So is that is that an extra? Um, fifty k to the university. Right. Of course, as, as soon as you build a shelter, as soon as they go in there, they don't qualify as homeless women anymore. They have to go. Oh. So it's just a continual <laughs> just, turnstile. Can we just say he is worth ninety million? I mean, lovely as this is. Isn't he just, also, he's got a new album out and this is the way of publishing yeah, it. Well, it's not I'll, just a new album, he is opening a restaurant this week as well. He's opening a restaurant. I agree with Frank, I'm afraid. I think I've just some back of the envelope, Matt, <laughs> Matt sir. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's done about um, maybe 200 grand's worth of good deeds and I think he's mm. had about $3 million worth of publicity for it, so... He's done all right out of it. I mean, what does it say in your book? Charity vaunteth not itself? Something like that? Is that like what that? it says? Yeah, something along those lines. Well, um, I think... Is that in, also in the good book? In Matthew's yeah. Gospel, it suggests yeah. when it comes to charity, you do not let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. That's where the phrase comes from. What, just get mm. confused? So you do, it se- you do it secretly. You don't do it for public acclaim. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Yeah, that's, uh, you know... Keep it private, mate. Yeah. He might do a lot of private giving, Drake. Yeah. I'm not saying I he doesn't. I don't know if it's charity, though. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I don't know much about his life. Is he a married man? No. OK. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, yeah. I uh, I had a bit of a Drake-like episode recently. I um, I did a good deed and uh, and and I was rewarded for it. I was in um, I was in a a well-known sort of takeaway food place that Frank has mentioned many times should make a bigger deal of Christmas because they've got manger in their name. Uh, hi, yes. Oh yeah. I was there. I walked to the front of the counter and the um, the woman in front of me had left an open overflowing purse with money and cards and all that stuff. Sounds like great. I thought you were going to say burrito. (laughs) No. I thought you were going to say casket. I turned around, 
<clears throat> excuse me, she'd already gone. Um. So what am, I, what am I to do? I just picked it up. I automatically just gave it to the person that was serving me. But I said, oh. See, what frightens me in those situations is what <clears throat> if she comes back just as you're picking it up? Right. Yeah. Does it look like you're stealing idea. it? the wrong idea. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't th- even I think throw about a wet tea towel over it. I do look innocent. <laughs> I, uh, Would you I go just... chip pan with it, Frank? I was sitting in... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. In uh, Pret-a-Mangeon. Oh, yeah. And um, a guy come in, sort of, uh, you know, worked in the media, glasses, mm. uh, that kind of a guy. Uh-huh. T- black T-shirt under a suit? Um, I don't think he had a suit. I think he had a bit of a sort of a khaki jacket. Thing. Oh yes, I know the type. A modern, a modern yeah. man. Right. He had a, a bag on where the strap was on one shoulder, and but the bag come out. And Messenger like, bag, lovely. Sounds like myself. Sounds anyway, he came like in and he, he picked up a bottle of water and walked out again. What? Citizens' arrest. Did you? <laughs> Did consider? he? Did he definitely not pay? No, he just walked straight. I couldn't believe it. Wow, hiding in plain sight. I know, but he wasn't a person who was desperate for a. No, it's I mean just he might have been thirsty, but. Well, well, we all did. I, well, little did he know, if he'd done a good deed, he might have got that water gratis. Because I gave the purse across the counter. I said, oh, that, that lady's just left a purse. She's already gone. And they said, your drink's free. I you bet, can have a free coffee. I, I bet they did, because they think we're having that. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as this mug leaves. <laughs> oh, now you've made me feel really bad about I it. I love it when you get free that. coffee in there. If I remember rightly, in, in line of duty, when um, <laughs> when the compass suddenly runs out of the cafe and oh, stops yeah. someone getting mugged, and they said yeah. you can have a free coffee, he got into trouble for not declaring it as That's a gift. That's right. You're so right. be careful. I mean, you've said it now. <laughs> I, I base a lot of my life on the TV series in the line of duty as yeah, well. Yeah, me, me too. must be quite stressful. It is a little, I'll be honest. Yeah, a little it's, stressy. it can be. I, I mean, that woman in the fridge is starting to... <laughs> that's starting to... It's um, a bit whiffy. Yeah. It's making me anxious, I'll be honest with you. can hardly get me yoghurts in. <laughs> Whereas the woman in the bath, loving it! <laughs> um... Yeah, I um, I, I had a... Uh, well, the first time I met Kat Dealey, the popular presenter... Clang. She's another Brahmi, is she? Is that a bit Big yeah. Mo? Worked big with Mo them all. Facts? He has worked with them all. She, um, she took I don't me mean in, all the Brummies, I mean everyone. <laughs> she took me in a warm embrace. I mean, quite, you know, warmer than usual. Right. Um, for oh, someone you hadn't met before. No, uh-huh. no, 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 okay. um, no, no funny business. business no. <laughs> and she said... Um, <laughs> Um, she said, I'm really, it's great to meet you. I saw that thing. I thought she obviously thinks I'm the funniest man alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh. She said, you were in, I think it was Spark Hill once in Birmingham. She said, and you walked past a cafe and my brother was in there with three of his mates and they waved and shouted at you from inside and called you in to have some chips. And um, you went in and had chips with them. And uh, I always thought that was just a really... You know, showed what a good person. Man of the people. Yeah. So what about that? Lucky they caught you when you were hungry, isn't it? Yeah. I've got to be. Completely blanked them. I'll be hundred percent straight with you. I don't think it was me. <laughs> but I t- I'll take my warm embraces where I can get them. So anyway, That's my um, well, well done, well done, Graham Norton. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Stephen Tompkinson, lovely yeah. work. Or um, Roy Hodgson. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hughes, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. OK, so... Uh... Thanks for listening. Um, you still there, Emily? <laughs> I was going to say, here's White Snake. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, used to be my catchphrase. Yeah, the it old did, days. it did. Um, but then I settled down. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.